It's Dramatic Listening, the podcast where you learn English by listening to radio plays. I'm your host and teacher, Wendy Lambert. Well, welcome back to our fourth episode of the Barry Craig Confidential Investigator play, Blood Money. Today we're looking at scenes 8 to 10, and this is all happening at the funeral of Anatole Barber. Before we get to the funeral, that's rather a a dismal subject, I want to talk a little bit more about the characteristics of a hard-boiled detective story. Now, a very key part to a lot of these stories is the woman, the femme fatale. Femme meaning woman, You can associate it with the word feminine, and indeed, she is a very feminine woman. And fatal, coming from the French, but the word fatal looks like English, fatal. And this woman, the femme fatale role in a hard-boiled detective story, is fatal to the detective. She is a very sexy woman, very attractive, Irresistibly attractive, in fact. And every time we meet an attractive woman in a hard-boiled detective story, we immediately perk up and ask ourselves, is this woman the femme fatale? If she is, it can provide some romantic interest to the story, but we know that she's dangerous. She's the one who leads men into danger. Her job is actually to trap them. So she's probably there to trap the detective and mislead him. He usually does become romantically interested in her. It may just be a mild flirtation, a mild interest in her. He is cautious. He realizes that there are a lot of femme fatales around. Or... He may be so attracted to her that he gets passionately involved in a relationship with her. But at the end of the story, he comes to realize who she is and the role that she has played in the crime. He comes to see how she has been put there just to trap him. And he has to reject her. He has to leave her because she's the one who's causing a lot of the problem. That's the femme fatale. So today, we're going to meet a woman, and as soon as we meet her, I wonder, is she the femme fatale in this story? Actually, the story, I think, is not a good example of a story with a femme fatale, but I did want to include this in talking about the characteristics of a hard-boiled detective story, perhaps in a future story. I'll bring it up again when there's a better example. So we're just about to get to our section of the play, but before we do, a few key words. I have five words I'd like to teach before we start today, and the first is a lead, lead. A lead, as a noun, is like a clue. It's something that you find out, and it leads you on in your investigation. So that clue might be called a lead. So 
I'm going to translate that into Chinese in the same way, Xianshuo or Tishu. The second phrase is next of kin. Next of kin is a close relative. Your kin are your relatives. So next of kin is your closest relative. So we could translate that zui jin de xue qin or zui qin de qin qi. The third word is a potter's field. A potter's field is where some people get buried, uh, perhaps because we don't really know who they are, or because their family can't afford a burial. So this is a public burial ground for people who can't afford their own little piece of ground for burial in a cemetery, a burial plot. A potter's field could be translated gong gong mu di. The fourth word is funeral, funeral. When somebody dies, we have a funeral a few days later. This is the ceremony remembering the person who just died. Sang zang or zang yi in Chinese. And finally, the fifth word I want to mention is pauper, pauper, P-A-U-P-E-R, pauper. A pauper is a person who is very poor, a very poor person, chongren, or pinmin, or qigai, a pauper. There are some other words that I'll focus on after we listen to this part of the play, and uh, I walk you through step by step. So today we're starting with scene eight, funeral arrangements for Anatole Barber. Second scene will be at the funeral, scene nine, and scene 10 at Neela Gallard's. Let's listen. lack of a lead, I did next best to the aimless thing. I stopped in to admire oriental carpets in the shop of my original contact, Amar Serebi. Yes, I have heard this sorrowful news. Police check disclosed uh, no next of kin, no relatives. Anatole Barber was alone in the world. How about best friend? Anatole Barber turned friendships away. He was suspicious and secretive. How about lady friends? Ladies? No, I do not think. Oh, come on. Even a suspicious and secretive recluse has some male ego. Some passing interest in the opposite sex. There was a woman. Oh, but such a long time ago. What was her name? Madame Nila Gallard. Know where I can find her? Nobody has seen Nila Gallard for eight, ten years. How close was she to Anatole Bala? All I know to say, she worked in his store, the Mecca Bazaar. They would work together, take their meals together. Sounds chummy enough. Say, uh, Serebi. Yes? Anatole Barber's burial. The police have it scheduled for the day after tomorrow. 
A potter's field burial under the auspices of the city. Oh, this is regrettable. I shall see that the association extends the honors due him. That is to say, uh, pays the bills for the funeral. Well, that's fine, but uh, keep that quiet. What I want you to do is spread the word around that a kinsman's being given an obscure pauper's burial. Create sentiment and sympathy. Make old friends and business associates want to pay their last respects. Uh, give Anatole Barber a decent send-off. You think Neela Gallard will hear this and come to the funeral? Huh? I hope Neela Gallard will put in an appearance. Funerals are sad. But to me, this one was a joy. I was all smiles when Amar Serebi whispered the magic words into my ear. That woman standing there, wearing the black veil, she is Madame Nila Gallant. Some hours later, I took tea with Madame Gallant. Her home was a frame dwelling in suburban New Jersey. A middle-aged woman, once beautiful, you could tell, but heavy lines in her face now like she'd known troubled times. I knew it was a mistake to come to Anatole's burial. Now, look, you're a dignified woman, so let's do this with dignity. Don't make me talk like a bad-mannered cop. I have a sealed envelope given to me by Anatole Baba. I have kept it unopened for 15 years. He wanted it kept unopened? Yes, he was afraid. Afraid of what in the end was his fate. Murder? Murder. Here's the letter on the... Uh... On the envelope, you will see Anatole's own handwriting. To be opened only in case of my death. Okay, it's time to come back now and walk through those three scenes step by step. In the first scene, funeral arrangements for Anatole Barber are made. And uh, Barry Craig starts out saying that he has no leads. He doesn't know what to do next. So he does the next best thing to the aimless thing. So instead of having no goal at all, no purpose, no target, he decides, well, maybe I should go and visit some of my old contacts. So he looks up Anatole Barber's friend, Amar Serebi. It's kind of like when you're playing an online game and sometimes you get stuck in a loop and you don't know what to do next. So you start going back to your old contacts. Well, Barry Craig had Anatole Barber's funeral on his mind. So he brings this news to Amar Serebi. He's already heard about Anatole's death. And he refers to it as sorrowful news. Yes, I've heard this sorrowful news, news that causes deep sadness. Barry points out that the police looked for his next of kin. Ta but they found out that he has no next of kin. He has no close relatives around. Amar Serebi confirms this. He says, yes, Anatole Barber was alone in the world. 
So Barry presses further. He wants to connect with anyone who knew Anatole Barber. He says, how about a best friend, a closest friend, not a relative? But Anatole Barber has been a recluse lately for the past several years. He's turned away friendships. He's been suspicious and secretive. So Barry Craig asks Amar Sarabi, well, how about lady friends? Any girlfriends? And again, Sarabi says, I don't think so. Barry Craig presses this one a little further. He says, oh, come on. Even a suspicious and secretive recluse has some male ego. A male ego is a man's sense of his worth and value, feeling good about himself as a man. He says he must have been interested in some woman, some passing interest in the opposite sex in women. There was a woman, Sarah B. remembers, but oh, such a long time ago. And through Serebi, Barry Craig gets the name of Madame Neela Gallard. Nobody knows how to find her either. They used to work together. She worked in Anatole Barber's store, selling carpets with him at the Mecca Bazaar. They did a lot of things together. They worked together. They ate together. And Barry Craig says, hmm, Sounds chummy. Chummy means close and friendly. So Barber tells him that the funeral is going to be the day after tomorrow and that it's going to be a potter's field burial. A potter's field. Anatole Barber is going to be buried in a public burial ground for people who can't afford a burial plot. He's going to be buried under the auspices or under the authority of the city. The city is going to take responsibility for burying his body. Therefore, it's not going to be a fancy funeral or a fancy burial plot with a nice stone or anything like that. So Serebi says, oh, this is regrettable. Oh, this is terrible. How could she? He says, I'll make sure that the association extends the honors due him. That is to say, pays the bills for the funeral. So he's making a promise that the Carpet Dealers Trade Association will pay for the funeral ceremony and the burial. Barry says, well, that's fine, but it wasn't his goal to have that done. He says, but keep that quiet. Don't tell anyone. What I want you to do is spread the word around. Tell everyone, announce the news that a kinsman, somebody who belongs to your group, someone who belongs to the rug dealer's clan has 
is going to be given an obscure pauper's burial. He's going to be buried like a poor man. Barry goes on and says, create sentiment. Get people remembering him and create a nostalgic feeling. Xiang de gan Okay, you want people to remember him, have memories of their old relationship with him, and, and create that longing for the past. And he says, create sympathy. These are feelings of care and concern. Xinqing. Make old friends and business associates want to pay their last respects to give Anatole Barber a decent send-off. This is their last chance to send him off into the next life, and it's their last chance to say goodbye to him. So create these feelings of wanting to do that, of being a good friend, so that people will come to the funeral. Saravi says, you think Neela Gallard will hear this and come to the funeral, huh? And that is exactly what Barry Craig hopes. That's who he's looking for. So scene nine is at the funeral, a very short scene. And Barry Craig comments that funerals are usually sad. You go to that ceremony and you might shed some tears. But he says, I was all smiles when Amar Serebi whispered the magic words into my ear. So here he is at a funeral being rather inappropriate. He's very happy for the way this is turning out. Serebi points out a woman and says, that woman standing there wearing the black veil, she is Madame Neela Gallard. This woman is wearing a black veil. Black, perhaps because it is a funeral. Perhaps because she always wears black when she goes out. She's a Muslim woman. We don't know which country she's from, so we don't quite know how she dresses as a Muslim woman, but she is wearing a veil. A veil is a cloth that covers her face. Mianxia. It shows that she's a good woman, that she's modest, that she's not trying to attract men sexually. So here we have this woman who is, it turns out to be quite beautiful, but she is very modest and she's not our femme fatale. We go on now to scene 10, and it seems that Neela Gallard has invited Barry Craig over to her home. So he went to her house for tea. She lived in suburban New Jersey. Suburban is Chu, so on the edge of the city, not right downtown. She was a middle-aged woman, so maybe in her 30s, maybe in her 40s. She was once beautiful, you could tell, but heavy lines in her face showed that she had known troubled times. So when you worry, you uh, 
hold your face in a certain way and you start to get wrinkles as you get older that are going to look like you're always worried. So he says you could tell that she had known troubled times, difficult times in her life. She starts out by saying, I knew it was a mistake to come to Anatole's burial. So we can see from that that she doesn't really want to talk to the detective. Barry says, now look, you're a dignified woman. You carry yourself well. You're worthy of respect. Um, you're not out there flirting with men. So he says, you're dignified. He says, so let's do this with dignity. Don't make me talk like a bad manic cop. Manic means crazed, crazy. So I don't want to come across uh, like a kwangru de jingcha. He says, let's just do this in a respectful manner. So they carry out their conversation in that way. And she tells Barry Craig that she has an envelope that Anatole Barber gave her. She's kept it. She hasn't opened it for 15 years. And that was the way that Anatole Barber wanted it. She said he was afraid of what in the end was his fate. Your fate is your destiny. What will happen to you has already been decided by the gods. So fate is Ming Yun. Murder, Barry asks. Murder, she says. So he was afraid that he would be killed. She gives Barry Craig the letter. It says, to be opened only in case of my death. Only in case of my death. In other words, this should only be opened if I die. Well, that's it for the walkthrough. Let's listen once again to that section of the play. So here it is, scenes 8, 9, and 10 again. lack of a lead, I did next best to the aimless thing. I stopped in to admire oriental carpets in the shop of my original contact, Amar Serebi. Yes, I have heard this sorrowful news. Police check disclosed uh, no next of kin, no relatives. Anatole Barber was alone in the world. How about best friend? Anatole Barber turned friendships away. He was suspicious and secretive. How about lady friends? Ladies? No, I do not think. Oh, come on. Even a suspicious and secretive recluse has some male ego. Some passing interest in the opposite sex. There was a woman. Oh, but such a long time ago. What was her name? Madame Nila Gallard. Know where I can find her? Nobody has seen Nila Gallard for eight, ten years. How close was she to Anatole Bala? All I know to say, she worked in his store, the Mecca Bazaar. They would work together, take their meals together. Sounds chummy enough. Say, uh, Serebi. Yes? Anatole Barber's burial. The police have it scheduled for the day after tomorrow. A Potter's Field burial under the auspices of the city. Oh, this is regrettable. 
I shall see that the association extends the honors due him. That is to say, uh, pays the bills for the funeral. Well, that's fine, but uh, keep that quiet. What I want you to do is spread the word around that a kinsman's being given an obscure pauper's burial. Create sentiment and sympathy. Make old friends and business associates want to pay their last respects. Uh, give Anatole Barber a decent send-off. You think Neela Gallard will hear this and come to the funeral? Huh? I hope Neela Gallard will put in an appearance. Funerals are sad. But to me, this one was a joy. I was all smiles when Amar Serebi whispered the magic words into my ear. That woman standing there, wearing the black veil, she is Madame Neela Gallard. Some hours later, I took tea with Madame Gallant. Her home was a frame dwelling in suburban New Jersey. A middle-aged woman, once beautiful, you could tell, but heavy lines in her face now like she'd known troubled times. I knew it was a mistake to come to Anatole's burial. Now, look, you're a dignified woman, so let's do this with dignity. Don't make me talk like a bad-mannered cop. I have a sealed envelope given to me by Anatole Barber. I have kept it unopened for 15 years. He wanted it kept unopened? Yes, he was afraid. Afraid of what in the end was his fate. Murder? Murder. Here's the letter. On the, uh, on the envelope, you will see Anatole's own handwriting. To be opened only in case of my death. So Barry Craig met Neela Gallard, at a funeral no less, not very romantic setting. His assessment of her was that she was once beautiful and that she's still very dignified. He's not sexually attracted to her. Perhaps she's too old. She's not our femme fatale, but rather she becomes a very good lead. The letter that she has from Anatole Barber will reveal why he feared that he would be murdered. We'll find out who his enemy is, why he stopped selling carpets and broke off his old friendships. I'll let you think that one over in your mind for a week or two. By the way, you can find show notes for this podcast at dramaticlistening.com slash 11. I encourage you to subscribe through iTunes or on your smartphone or sign up at dramaticlistening.com for my email reminder. In that way, you'll get the next podcast as soon as it's published. That's all for now. We'll find out more about Anatole Barber's letter in our next podcast. So, bye for now, and see you then.